Well, hello. Welcome. Hello again. Welcome back. Hello again to twice today. Mums. Yeah. Hello. You can ask me how, how I am. How are you? I'm really good. Tell me all about it. What's been happening in your world? Well, you might have noticed I turned up with my laptop. Yes. And I asked you to go upstairs and get your charger and charge so I can charge my laptop. Mm-hmm. You didn't ask why is your laptop coming here to be charged. No. So didn't. no, you didn't. <laughs> Were you dying because for me you to just do that? don't care. No, I wasn't going to tell you because I was going to save it. <laughs> You're that. right, but I just don't care. So one of these things that people haven't taken into consideration during work from home in the time of COVID are the excuses people might have for not completing stuff. Yeah. So you remember Including, the dog ate my homework. I do remember that one. The rabbit ate my power cable. Well, she hasn't eaten all of it, but she's just eaten through, well, I don't know which one, but she's eaten through enough of it that I can't charge my work laptop. That's really naughty. So do I go into our ICT department and say, hey, Paul, the rabbit ate my power cable. Could you please order me a new one? Or do you think I should go to Apple and buy myself a new one? Uh, I would ask them. Yeah. Because if you were working in the office, your rabbit wouldn't have eaten your cable. Exactly. I it didn't eat all of it. Like she she just she just, <laughs> just obviously saw it and thought, mm, that white that white rubber looks real good. I don't know whether she got a little zip and a zing from it or not. Excellent. So I will report back what ICT says. I'm Please guessing do. they might invoice me for the we, cost of it. We'll all be waiting with bated breath yeah. on your bunnies. So thank you for letting me use your power and your cable <laughs> so I can actually do some work this afternoon. I'll send you the bill at the end of this. Yeah. So we're going to talk about Corona Sexual again. All the sexy things um, happening in the times of Corona. There seems to be quite a lot of sexy things going yeah, on. Yeah, whether it's good or bad or just plain weird. So we thought we'd um, bring together some articles that we've read and pretty much been scouring the internet for essentially well you have i've listened to the potties i might not have clicked through but i can ask questions insightful and um in-depth questions to test your understanding of what you read i have been scouring the internet a little bit but i'm not writing very good notes as per usual but this one comes from our lovely friend delia oh yes she's been sending us lots of good things yeah no this was a podcast called the hidden brain sex machines on the 13th of april this one it was very interesting and even slightly academic because she was an academic she was an academic academic. well she is from um i thought it was an irish university but we'll we'll put those details in the notes still academic if they're even Oh, they, they really? Are Irish. Yeah. They talk with a funny accent. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So this woman, I think, started to look at sex dolls and the use of sex dolls when she was sitting around. It sounds like they had a pissy dinner party, her and her friends, and they started talking about it. And then she got interested in it and started to focus on it as an academic. Yeah, so she goes through the history of men essentially using sex dolls. So yeah, Pygmalion was the first one. It was some Greek dude who imbued a statue with all of the perfect attributes of a female and then kisses her in the end and she turns into a real woman. And then she goes into this factory. It's called Real Doll, I think. Mm. And she goes and visits the factory. It's in Silicon Valley somewhere, isn't it? Yeah, and goes and visits this factory and they're making these sex dolls that are made out of silicon and they've got like an animatronic head. And she said, oh, it's so funny walking into this factory and there's a whole table full of vulvas. You don't normally (laughs) see that. And then she, she kind of goes through the fact that there's this community of people who own these dolls and they're very well connected and they go against the stereotype of what you'd expect or what the media has portrayed someone who owns a sex doll to be. And look, there's all these ethical questions that she poses, um, you know, they would never make a sex doll with the image of a, an actual person. But then they talked about the, like a celebrity exception, you know, for celebrities. Yeah. So like a Kylie, Kylie Jenner or one of the car crashes. Kylie Minogue. 
one of the Kardashians wanted to um, capitalise, they might want to license the their image out or something. But, but they these, talk. To, they, these ones talk back to you like, ooh, the, ooh, ooh, that's so good. Hey, Give baby, it to me. Hey, baby. Yes, I know you like it like this. Oh, um, you're so big. <laughs> Ow, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> We're going to record that. We'll send that to real doll. Yeah, so they were talking about these particular dolls. They've got AI in them, so there's a certain amount of <laughs> artificial, information. Artificial oh, insemination. God. You mean artificial oh. intelligence. But it could, it could be because they're going to get inseminated, aren't they? But not artificially. Not all of them. Apparently, they're used for companionship. So I got to the end of this whole thing, and they <sighs> did discuss, you know, whether Used for fact- companionship. That's like saying people read Penthouse for the articles. So it was one of those really interesting podcasts, but... I got to the end and I've got to admit, I know she said that, you know, we shouldn't judge these people and, you know, they're all relatively well adjusted, but I couldn't help but judge and just think far out. I know relationships aren't that easy, but, you know, like just going to the next step of having a sex doll, I just kind of thought I'm, I'm being judgy and I just thought it was a bit weird. I think yeah. having like a an expensive fancy one possibly might not be, I might not be as dry as opposed to having... Those, those blow-up arses and vulvas that we see in the sex shop. So there's that that the arse in the sex shop you're, in you're, adult sorry, world. Sorry, she's pointing at my wall, and, of course, I had to look over and think, what arse? <laughs> Just what arse? Not, we haven't started our YouTube channel yet. <laughs> um, you know, but there's, there's the big arse yes. with the anus or the, the, mm. the, the, the badge mm. or the bum hole mm. in the sex shops. So... It yeah, but it doesn't talk back, and it's just you know you pull it out, you stick it in, and then you give it a wash, hopefully, and then put it away. Put a dishwasher safe. Yeah, it doesn't talk back. I don't know. I just think having a real person is weird, and aren't you better off spending your efforts actually trying to cultivate a normal relationship? And they also talked about the whole fact of, you know, if you've just got this doll there just to acquiesce to all of your wishes and desires, then that just makes you even more sort of antisocial because you're going to expect. A relationship to be like that. Is this far too intellectual? For no, our, I just think it's. I just think it's people getting off. You know, maybe, maybe we could get a. Could we could have a flashlight so with some you... AI in it, and the flashlight would go, ooh, ooh, baby, that's so good, give it to me. <laughs> ooh, 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 you're so big. Wow. Gosh, I'm, I'm, I'm I've gonna, never had I'm it so pimp, good. I'm gonna pimp this out. We've got to sell this. Yeah. Someone's gonna a talking flashlight. We could do the voiceovers. We could. Ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh, ooh. ooh. Next. Next. <laughs> So speaking of sex dolls, did you see the article where um, I think it was, was it South Korea and they had a football match of some description and because of corona and they couldn't have spectators, they put sex dolls in the audience? No, it, did I, didn't, not, I didn't. Did I didn't. So I didn't do my homework. Oh, yes. Should I say, oh, yes, I thought it was fascinating. What a great idea. Did they all go, ooh, 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 you're so good? They didn't because they're not, they weren't animatronic sex dolls and they had masks over the top of them so you couldn't see initially that they were sex dolls but apparently oh some because of they would have all had open mouths for no, cock. that's right but they had the masks oh. but apparently there was some branding on them somewhere and people uh recognized the dolls and then pointed them out and so then the football so they the look football like really good sex dolls. they don't look like those pla- the rubber blow up they things. look like they've got real hair don't they yeah hmm. anyway so they use sex dolls um to be spectators that's good on that's good yeah Good on the soul. So we we, we could potentially get rid of soccer hooliganism totally forever by having all soccer matches just with sex dolls. Then we could have the intelligence bit in there, and they could go go. So you don't want them saying ooh ooh. Yeah, they uh, could uh. go ooh 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 ah ah. 
kick it in me ooh 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 hey baby good strike there you go um, I'm a genius the, the other thing so you haven't done any of your homework is this no I listened to the podcast about oh, the so you've, done, you've done none of the articles no I didn't do any of the right. articles because I got busy but I did do the other podcast the okay. the sexologist we'll you talk man about and the woman later. so the next article is kind of tangential sort of it's kind of related tangential. to the tangential oh, tangential it's related to the sex doll thing. A restaurant in Five Dock has put out Posh Spice. It looks like Posh Spice, but it's not. Is putting out cut out cardboard cutouts at tables to make diners feel not so alone in the restaurant. What That's do you think about that? Idea. Well, I actually have on my way here. Well, on my way back from my morning walk, I popped into a cafe and they're, they're getting Were back they real to normal. People? Yeah. Yeah, so but only, only ten cutouts? people. Well, maybe if it was a big place, because I still doesn't don't think it matters about the size, doesn't? They can only seat ten at the moment. But they still need to physically distance everyone, so yeah. it depends on the footprint. That would be really good. We, we could perhaps um, Who have, we like have a, as cardboard. Yeah, if we went I, out I was going to say we could we could make a deal. We could have you could have you know people say who are your you know ten. I'd, you know, who would be your, your ultimate dinner party? And people mm. go, oh, you know, Mother Teresa and Nelson Mandela. And mine's normally like would be Bono and... Robbie Williams. Robbie Williams, yeah, yeah probably. Someone naughty. someone naughty and fun. Yeah. Well, apparently they've got um, recordings of guest chatter on the speakers as well. They should get you. They should get us. No, I was going to say, you know, when we've been out to restaurants before and people have asked to be moved away. (laughs) The naughty table. The naughty table in the old Universal days. So, yeah, sorry, I didn't read that. I think that's a very good idea, though. And that got the media, didn't it, too? It did. And then there's a restaurant in Virginia who have been using mannequins. So they're stepping it up. Look at that. How weird is that? So, listeners, there's a picture of some mannequins sitting at a table, which looks really weird. I think they're quite clever no ideas, and also I guess it gets, gives people a little, a few, a few inches in the in the medias. Like a sex doll could say, else. yeah, get something that a sex doll could say. This could be a really short podcast. Well, so I'm sure I can rabbit on about other stuff because no, we could. Shush, can I change shush. direction? No. And talk about no, not yet. Something else? No, not yet. Okay. We're going to talk about um, sex and STIs. So STIs are down in Canberra. Do you reckon yeah, that's got those... anything to do with the shutdown or the fact all the pollies are out? Yeah, totally. So the pollies aren't slipping it into their assistance <laughs> or, the, or the other way around. And I also links into something, again, quite clever, is probably that the rates of everything is, is down. I bet there's less gastro, common oh, colds yeah. and flu, all of that sort of stuff. But then apparently, conversely, so obviously all the pollies are up on the Gold Coast because gonorrhea has gone up there. It's interesting, isn't it? Yuck, yeah. How are they physically distant? Maybe they've got dicks on sticks or something. We need to look into this. But gonorrhea has been on the up and up for ages because... And I, as, as, yes, well, as I say, and we have absolutely no medical knowledge or have done no research and we don't know anything... But I had heard that lots of people who are now on PrEP are therefore having sex without condoms and therefore not passing on or getting AIDS, which is amazing and fantastic, or HIV, sorry. Mm -hmm. Um, But the the gonorrheas and the chlamydias and the other sort of sticky, oozy, weepy dick stuff is all on the rise again. That's, That's a lovely image. Thanks for that. So sexual kinks in the time of corona. Oh gosh, I didn't do any homework. No, you didn't. Sorry, you I should didn't. have. I shouldn't but have turned up. This might dovetail nicely into the podcast that you listen to. 
So there's an article in PR Newswire and it's called A New Survey Reveals Top 10 Sexual Kinks During COVID-19 Lockdown. One of the first ones is BDSM. What's that? Bondage, discipline, sodomasochism, is that what it is? So listed in order are virtual sex, dom slash sub, orgasm control, bondage, anal play, age play. Don't ask me what that is. Is that someone dressing up like an old person or a young person? Ooh, Probably both. Yeah. Um, foot fetish, role play, voyeurism and sadomasochism. So do you want to talk about that potty that we listened to? No, just taking a mouthful of Madeline, sorry. Not the girl, the cake, <laughs> the French, the French, like, spongy thing it's very nice so you sent me a podcast which i very well behavedly dutifully it was called zoom orgies male bisexuality and the beauty of butt stuff featuring Mm. zachary zane Mm. i can't read who it's by it is by was that good for you by i haven't got my glasses on what's her name anya can you read that no i can't read it it either but anyway annoying had a slightly annoying voice because our voices are beautiful yeah So was that good for you? And she talks about all sexy stuff. Mm. And in times of COVID, there's lots of Zoom orgies going on. Yes, which I didn't realise. But I think people have been watching everybody have sex for ages anyway, haven't they? I don't know. You're asking the wrong person. Well, I heard a story of some friends in London that once the interweb started and webcams became a thing, Mm. they were um, a boy-boy couple Mm. and they used to enjoy very much dialing up people and they would have sex while other people watched them was this during dial-up i can't remember when it was i'll Mm. have to um i'll have to ask but it was um and i think that and they weren't doing it but then there's a whole load of people doing it for money a little bit like our friend ruby with the big boobs Mm. does her OnlyFans thing i think there's a whole load of people on the OnlyFans thing there's absolutely a whole lot of people on that one yeah so i think people have been having sex in front of cameras yeah, but now they've got these organised orgies and you pay some money to be part of these particular organised ones. And I don't... This guy, Zachary Zane, was talking about the fact that he was facilitating them or something. Yes. I want to know what that means. Like, he didn't talk about what well, a facilitator does. Uh, I mean, I'm assuming they introduce themselves and they talk about consent and all that sort of stuff in the beginning. But then what do you think they do? Like, how do you facilitate something like that? Maybe he's like the ringmaster. Like so maybe he's the ringmaster. So he'll say, like, hey, you on camera three. You know, you know, big boy seven. Big boy seven. I'd like you to meet big Angel, and bouncy. Angel tits yeah. 25. Sugar tits. <laughs> And then, but they can't do anything to one another clearly. So maybe, maybe they're he, inviting yeah. them to show what they would do. So I'm thinking of him, him yeah. being the ringmaster, and he was the one that did Pardon say. The pun. Um, he was the one that did say that during these times when we're all isolated, apparently masturbating quite a lot, according to him, is now to time is, is to broaden broaden your reach, so to speak. And he said now is the time to get used to sticking stuff up your butt. Yeah, the perfect time. I the believe perfect he said time. It was. To yeah. stick things up your, up your bottom. Butt. Yeah. So have you availed yourself of this perfect opportunity? No, Cole? I haven't. But he oh, did talk about this new thing that he'd found that kind of went up your bottom and it had another little thing on it that it, that kind of Rims did you. something and it was like being rimmed. Yeah. Which so, brings me back to when I saw the <laughs> rabbit in the sex shop. Not the rabbit that what? ate my cable, but the rabbit, the vibrator. And I realised that I had thought that they had gone the other way around. No, I don't actually own one, but I, it was yes. only when oh, I saw it that, that I realised that the little fingery bits were for your, your, your front, front bottom bit, not and not your bottom. back bit. So, but maybe he's a thing that you stick up your bum that then rims you must around. have a little thing and it feels like you're being rimmed. We might have to go back to adult world to investigate this 
particular device. Well, we could look it up on YouTube. We could. So we might do that. If we find it on YouTube, we'll add it to the show notes, listeners. Yeah, so if anybody wants to stick something up their bottom that also rims them at the same time. We'll provide the link. And also be our guest. Yeah. Be our guest in this perfect time to stick stuff up your butt. Yes, well, he did say, he mentioned it a couple of times, and it really is. It seems like it's an opportunity missed if you don't go home and do it. (laughs) He also described himself as a homo flexible, which I thought was a rather cute name for a bisexual man, and then they talked a lot about the politics of bisexuality. Because there was that song, do you remember that song, oh, good 30 years ago now, which was Everybody Loves You When You're Bi? Do you remember that one? You don't ever come along to that one? I'm quite a lot younger than you. (laughs) Anyway, um, apparently it's not true because uh, the the gay men, well, probably gay men will have sex with him anyway. I think there's probably not a lot of, they probably wouldn't want to have relationships with him Hmm. because they think he's just not being true to himself. And then also women are very guarded about having a relationship with a bisexual man because they think that he's just going to run off with a bloke. Yeah, I must say, I must, when he said some of that stuff, I think that's probably when people say that they're bi, I actually don't really care what anyone does, but I kind of, I guess I had thought without thinking that bi means you kind of just haven't made up your mind a bit, haven't no. made up your mind, you, you were like on the way to being something one or the other, mm-hmm. but clearly it's not. No. I actually had a bit of a chat with one of our lady friend DJs at an event during Mardi Gras, and she was saying to me that she's equally attracted to uh, members of both sexes. And she said that she'd had a very long-term relationship with a female, but that she was actually really attracted to both men and women. And she said it wasn't about your package, so mm. to speak. It it's was just about, about the person. The person. Mm. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram. And Facey. And listen to us on the podcasting thingies. Yes, all the poddy thingies, especially iTunes, and click the five-star thing, and please write some words in the review. Yeah, we like to know what you think and who you are. It's nice. And we hardly ever read books, so at least reading our reviews is kind of mentally Keeps stimulating. Us busy. Keeps us busy. So reviews and ratings, podcasts. Did we say Facebook? Yes, Facebook. Facebook. And Facebook. if you see us out on the dance floor anywhere, come and get a business card. We've got a couple to give away. Don't call the police. Moving right along. Okay, still going back to Pygmalion. The rain in Spain stays mainly on the plane. Why? Why are you saying that? Because we did Pygmalion, Eliza Doolittle. I could have sung a song from My Fair Lady, which was the play based on Pygmalion. I'm still, I'm still. You're still going, going back on to that, back. Are you love. And right. I could have sung a song you from could've. the show. You could have. But but you didn't. No, I'm. So you we... know, my management wouldn't want me to sing because I'm saving my voice for when I'm asked to do it. Right. Properly. Well, look, this article here. It is called Vaginal Corona. It is actually. That new flavour of beer. (laughs) Sense.info, not popular around these parts. Uh, Did you know that vaginal corona is actually the hymen? That is the proper right name for it. Did you know that? Look, it says it here, so it must be right. The vaginal corona, also called the hymen, is folds. I thought thought that was a a thin mucous tissue. I thought she was a swimmer. That's Misty Hyman. Ah, Mm. right. Next. I was going to say I have watched the Hannah Gadsby new thingamy called Does she talk about sex? Yes, she does. She talks about the thing that is the perineum thing. But she doesn't call it a perineum thing. She calls it something completely different. Like what? And it might have been the Douglas pouch or something like that. And then she kind of goes on about the fact that how rude of a man to name it after his after himself. <laughs> so I might have to um, I might have to come back to you when I've googled that. Well, Did she call it the Douglas just, pouch? Oh, look, I haven't seen Douglas yet. I'm just going to Google. So we've just Googled and we've found the answer. Yeah, I found an academic article about it. The pouch of Douglas. 
Right. The pouch of Douglas is a small area in the female human body between oh. the uterus and the rectum. It has a name what? and a shape, but the essence of it, the point of it, is that it is a piece of nothing. The territory of the pouch of Douglas is infestimiliminal. Infinitesimally. That word, that yep. One. Because when all is said, when all is well, the surrounding organs slide against each other. The pouch of Douglas, like the pouch of a mother kangaroo or a coin purse, can expand and accommodate growing or multiplying things. Is that like a prison purse? And it was named after Dr. James Douglas. So he na- he discovered this thing that isn't a thing and then named it after himself. So the I don't ladies, even know whether it is a perineum. Ladies, ladies, no, it doesn't sound like a perineum. It said because it's between the rectum and the uterus, so that so suggests it's to me it's inside. It's inside, but it is actually a pouch of nothing. So anyway, if you, if you want to know more, watch Hannah Gadsby's thing on Netflix. <laughs> and is that why she Douglas. calls it Douglas? No, she's oh. called, it's called Douglas because her dog is called Douglas, so she named it after her dog. But the Douglas thing. Because imagine telling your nan, like if your nan was saying, so what's this one about, love? Oh, it's called Douglas. Why is it called Douglas? Well, it's about a pouch of nothing between your uterus and your rectum. That some Scottish nice, guy, some Scottish doctor named after himself. Mm. Okay, well, I'm glad she had a dog called was Douglas. Was that going down a rabbit hole or yeah, going a down a, a all, uterine very, hole? very bunny-themed, this uh, this particular podcast. Yeah, well. Are we like Playboy bunnies? Yeah, my Mixing bunny, my bunny is not a Playboy bunny. Anything else? Um, This one's just about le- less sex during corona. But does anyone want to hear about that? I think you mentioned in the previous Corona sexual podcast that, you know, if you had flatmates you didn't like very much, you probably weren't going to be having too much sex when you're locked up with them. Yeah, Survey I just wonder. Survey finds Australians yeah. having less sex during coronavirus lockdown with Victoria hardest hit. Pardon the pun. Yes. Well, I can imagine that people are getting on each other's tits quite a lot and not in, and a, not good in a good way. way. Yeah. Because so you would using... be irking each other like certain friends of ours might be thinking that the other one types too loudly on the keyboard. But they're using more sex toys, and particularly some of those ones that give you a little perineum tickle. A perineum tickle or... or a, um, a bottom tickle. Yeah, well, you know, like we said before, now is the perfect time to explore stick. anal play, to stick stuff up your bottom. bottom. Yeah. Well, look, on that note, I think perhaps we should bring this to an end. Um, I'm sure we've got... I'm got sure more? I've got more to say. Okay, I'm, well, just, I'm just um, mining the memory banks... I've got nothing. When's this going up? In a week um, or so? Yeah. There was another podcast we listened to, and we'll put the show notes in. I can't remember what it's called. God, a woman good. With, we yeah, are we are all over detailed. it. All over it. She was talking about sexting. There's quite a lot of sexting going on as well, and, and people that were, you know, long-distance relationships or people that couldn't get together. Um, Sydney DJ in Darlinghurst with partner in Portland slash Michigan. Take note. Missouri. Missouri. I knew it was an M1 that uh, apparently sexting is on the rise and that it's good to uh, expand your relationship by, you know, having saucy texts and sex by text. You're pulling a face here. Yeah, I just... I reckon they'd be doing it anyway. It wasn't ever a thing because... I guess we had our big relationships before the time of inter- interwebs properly. We had mobile phones, though. Just. Just. But, yeah, I, mean, I remember what texting was like on mobile phones to get, you know, you had to keep, you had to press each button three mm. times and it would go mm. A, B, mm. A, B, Predictive C, text. one, two, three, star, yep. hash, yep. backslash. Mm. So, you know, it wouldn't have been very long text, would it? Yeah. Like, ooh, ooh, ooh. It like might have been all you got. Phones. But I just think, I remember going back, to the UK and hanging out with friends of mine and one of the girls was newly divorced and was on the dating scene again. I remember her being absolutely mortified that she'd moved house 
and the removalist had helped her move and she sort of had a bit of a flirt with one of the removalists and then her phone went ping and he'd sent her <gasps> like a dick pic and and she was like really quite it was apparently it was very nice looking a nice penis well she thought it was right but so all of a sudden from you know she'd been married for 10 or 15 years or something and then you just go back into the dating scene and it's, it's probably difficult enough to go back onto the dating scene but then difficult then having to get your head around like angles and lighting you know mm. do you put your, that little that's a little bit ring. of a snap up your skirt or not that's where a ring light really comes in handy again pardon the pun pardon the pun <laughs> yeah i just as i've said on a number of occasions i don't think anybody's nether region region parts look particularly pretty and no. probably not snapped zoomed on a mobile in. phone not zoomed in up close with either. a bit of harsh light mm-hmm. well we already saw you know what was purporting to be a professional piece of video work with um what was his name Dennis Reed yeah nothing that looked good on that ultra zoom anything else to report corona slash sex slash miscellaneous well no I mean obviously just to remind people it's a perfect time to stick, stick. things up your bottom but, mm-hmm. and watch other people on the interwebs having sex. But like I've always said to my kids, whatever you send over the internet, you just need to be happy that if it then appeared on the front page of the Sydney Morning Herald or on the ABC 7 o'clock news tonight, you're not going to embarrass your (laughs) granny because it's all there kind of forever. So if you do think it's a perfect time to stick things up your arse, bottom, um, don't take photos of it unless you want to show it to your mother. And on that note, yeah, I think we might uh, wrap this one up. Oh, and also if anyone's been to one of these or participated in any of these Zoom group sex uh, hanky-panky parties, please get in touch with us and let us know how it works. What does the facilitator do? And does everyone just get on it and all go hammer and tongs all at once? Or is it sort of a stage thing or are people invited to do certain things? We want to know the answers. Yeah. Um, I think it's, a, yeah, so who wants to be a ringmaster? Maybe we've got friends out there with hidden They talents. could be a game show. Who wants to be a ringmaster? Bring them all in. <gasps> they could compete. It could be like the chocolate wheel thing as well. You could spin something around like mm-hmm. um, the, letters, the letters thing, Wheel of Fortune. Mm-hmm. You could spin it around and you have to do what the, oh, you have to do yes. to the things. Maybe they've got one of those. Wheel of what? Wheel of fucking? A wheel of... Yeah, well, I don't know what it would be. It might not just be fucking. It could be... It could be all sorts of stuff. We'll have to speak to our um, our TV presentery type friend with the gorgeous voice and face for television. Oh, I was thinking we could talk to Jinx Tasman. Oh yeah. Because he's into the naughty, sexy parties, isn't he? We could make our own. We could do spin the wheel. We could have irregular mums spin the wheel. Come in and oh no, it's going to get really twisty. Isn't it? <laughs> well, I was just I kind of like the idea of us being facilitator and doing that, but then I don't want to see what's happening on the other end. So is or there here. any way? Is there any way that we can just be the centre of it, dressed up, spinning the wheel. I don't even think I want to hear any of it either. No. No, that's not going to work, is it? No. No, it's not. Okay. Okay. Well, (laughs) that actually just reminded me of that other English TV show, or it might not be English, when it's, it's called... I don't know what it's called, and it's a dating show, and people right. are naked this on is it. An awesome no, no, podcast. but they have the they they have the people, and they're like in like these pod things, and they're naked, and the girl what comes out, and this? then the the screen goes up, and it just shows the naked gentleman from the belly button down, and she looks at all of the willies, and you see all of the willies on the television, and she chooses the next ones that she wants to see the next bit up, so she, you see the really? willie. When then you see show? the pecs and then you see their face. 
what sort of show is this? It's on television. It's a real show. Moment. Yeah, and there's a girl, and then there's a girl version. So the boy comes out, and then the screen goes up, and you just see everybody's oh pubic God. region, like, and whether they're waxed or not waxed, or whether they've got droopy labes or not droopy labes. Sure and then it goes up at the next bit, and it shows the boobs, and then the guy, the the, the guy will choose. The girl. I mean, they possibly have same-sex versions as well. I haven't. I've only seen one of each. It, I want to think it's called. I don't know what it's called. But honestly, it's a thing. I'm going to look it up. And it's you definitely that. a show. You're sure it's not Swedish? No, I think it's English. And and why haven't we been alerted? Why haven't I been alerted to this before? And why haven't we been watching it? Well, maybe that's what we can do now because I haven't got to be where I was supposed to be at three o'clock. Giddy up. Okay. Well, let's go searching for that, and then we'll report back. Yeah. What a random podcast. Hmm. Radio. Well, look. Thanks for hanging in there, listeners, dear irregulars. We, <laughs> sadly for everyone, we will be back. We'll do another podcast. I think we'll, we might leave Corona Sexual on the shelf unless, of course, something else titillating grabs our fancy. But send in ideas for podcasts. But otherwise, stay safe. Don't film yourself. And if you feel like sticking something up your butt right now, please do it. Yeah, and be safe. Bye. Bye.